BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. Shall I take your order, or do you need a minute? Yes, I'll be ready. Just buying a car on Carvana. What? It's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do was answer a few questions. What? That's handy. Yeah. Now I'm customizing my down and monthly payments. What? That's an exquisite deal. And just like that, Carvana's delivering my car in a couple days. What? Oh, yeah. Uh, Sorry, I'll have the burrito. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Delivery fees may apply. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Thursday edition of the program. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. I am back here in our New York City studios. Tomorrow, Buck will be here in NYC with me. We have got a bevy of stories to dive in to with you. Trump DeSantis war continues. Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Boebert go head to head. We have got Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg, two rich nerds potentially going to engage in combat, really. Uh, but we begin with the news that has just broken in the last 10 minutes or so that I know many of you have been very focused on the reports are that in day five they have now found a debris field within the area that they have been searching for this submersible uh venue vehicle that was going down to the titanic there are five people that were on that vehicle uh they have been looking for it now for basically five days there's a news conference scheduled for three o'clock eastern right as this show will be ending uh but again they do not still know exactly what has happened but there is a report from the coast guard that they have found a debris field in the area that they have been searching for that submersible and uh that there uh is that press conference scheduled for three buck i bet that you are like me and certainly a huge percentage of our audience. I mean, if you look at CNN, if you look at Fox News, if you look at MSNBC, this is the story that everyone is following. I think there's a huge part, uh, Buck, of just the idea, and we don't know what happened, but the idea of these five people trapped on this submersible, watching, and they said they had 96 hours of oxygen, but watching as those hours of oxygen diminish, I think it's a chilling thought to a lot of people. I think many of you out there have debated with each other. Hey, would you have ever gotten on this thing? Are you interested enough 
in going down to see the Titanic? Was this too much of a risk to have taken? Uh, I think if you are a parent, you probably just it makes you ill to your stomach to think about one of these guys was there with his son uh, on this uh, submersible as bad as it might be if you're an adult who makes a choice like that to have taken a kid and be in that scenario I can't I'm gonna be honest with you Buck I can't stop thinking about this hitting refresh following every aspect of this story I don't know how much you have been but certainly it's turned into sort of a meditation on risk and uh, there have been attacks on the people and the individuals and so many discussion points on this. And I know you've been following it closely, too. So when you talk about submarines, because I've been reading up on this, we had a couple of submariners, not to be confused with submariners, Clay. Yes. Unless you're in the U.K. Uh, we had some submariners calling yesterday. I've been reading up on this. Like everybody, it's it's um, it's both harrowing, it's upsetting, but it's fascinating um and and there's this whole race against the clock component to the story so that that drives a lot of attention because people realize that this is uh, time is is of the absolute essence there's something called crush depth or collapse depth which you started to run across this and what that means is a submarine will go to a level where the underwater pressure is so great that it will collapse in the hull of the submarine that it will essentially Tin can, squash it in your hand in the depth of the ocean. And that is the concern right now uh, for this debris field that they have found. Now, people are already going to be pointing out, if your choices are to slowly asphyxiate in the you know freezing black depths of the ocean or to have essentially an instantaneous end, which is what it would be, uh, you know, there's already people weighing in on that oh i don't even think that's remotely difficult buck like uh, if, if you're having to sit there watching your oxygen dwindle that's the more terrifying thing as scary as it is to have an instantaneous death yeah i think well i just mean some people might hold back because it's not clear yet but if you're yeah. making that choice the choice of of less suffering would be what a lot of people would think is the is for a tragic outcome the lesser evil of the tragic outcomes here uh but there's also been like everything clay we talk about this with sports. We talk about this with Disney movies. It's all over the place. There has to be some political angle to everything, as we know. Yeah. And uh, th- it's fascinating to see, particularly on the left, you have a lot of individuals who are taking this. I'm seeing people say, you know, like, why is this getting more attention than, uh, you know, if, if, if uh, an immigrant drowns somewhere? People are making all these comparisons online. You're saying... It's a, it's five guys doing something pretty amazing in the Titanic, which ties in the history component of this. There's a billionaire down there who's an adventurer. I mean, these are things, this is what, these are stories that captivate people. I mean, you know, if someone drowns in a bathtub, it is very sad. It is a tragedy for that family. It's not going to be a global news story, though, even though every life lost is precious. We understand that. Yeah. Look. Anytime people respond, well, I don't know why this is a story. It's a story because people care, right? You know this well. I see it all the time in running uh, a media company. The media is going to cover what people click and watch the most. They look minute by minute. You know this on Fox News, on CNN, on MSNBC, and see what rates. And it's not rocket science. Whatever rates, they put more of it on. 
So when people criticize, I, I, this is the one area where I'll defend the media. When people criticize the media for covering, covering a story like this, this story, I bet if you went back and tracked it, Buck, five days ago, four days ago, I bet it was happening in like the 40th minute of an hour-long newscast, and they kept looking at the numbers and the amount of interest on its spikes, and as every day has continued, more and more people discuss it because it is something that is a unique story in many ways without precedent. As you mentioned, it touches on the Titanic, which is a, a story that is an obsession. So many people care deeply about the Titanic. And then I think it also turns into what I think is fascinating, Buck, a meditation on risk. Because what I've seen so many people say this story r rapidly turns into is, oh, would you have ever gotten on that submarine and gone down there? And then it also becomes a discussion about wealth because the discussion, well, it costs $250,000 to do that. And then people say, well, why in the world would you spend $250,000 on that when you people want to spend other people's money, right? That's always a huge part of this discussion as well. Uh, and Well, I mean, there yeah. are answers to, the, to those kinds of questions that you won't hear from I hesitate to use the word haters, but th those who take a very negative view of, of exploration, maybe they are haters. Um, th there are answers to these things. I mean, James Cameron, for example, who has the second all-time record, and yes, I know he's a big lib. All the filmmakers pretty much are, you know. Yeah. So people are going to say, James Cameron is so liberal. I know, but he has the second all-time record for a uh, a submarine submersion in the ocean, and some of the technology that has been, you know, to figure out this stuff and to get better at this, yes, you have to actually take risks and spend money. I mean, this is a little bit like, sure, Elon Musk and SpaceX. Remember what most recently when uh, the latest SpaceX yeah. ship took off and there were people who were, you know, oh, he's such an idiot. First of all, it's funny, right? Elon Musk, such an idiot. It's like, yeah. wow, that's uh, interesting. Some angle. people have a yeah. little too much self-regard. Yeah. Some of the critics out there. Elon Musk is so dumb. No, the reality is that they learn a tremendous amount from the amount of time, the duration that it's been in the air. And so by doing extreme things, you learn things that become applicable to, you know, if the attitude was don't ever do anything scary, um, you know, we wouldn't have antibiotics. We wouldn't have global telecommunications. We wouldn't have satellites. We, we wouldn't, wouldn't have, have America. Travel. We wouldn't have America. There you go. Um, but Joy Behar Clay disagrees and she's over at the view slamming the hubris of this play one i don't understand Something physical risks particularly <laughs> i really don't I, I mean i've gotten up in front of audiences drunk at two in the morning to stand up <laughs> that's a risk that i took <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting because the, the titanic itself went down because of human incompetence and yes. stupidity on the part of and according hubris, to the hubris. hubris and the, the same, same with this that's the irony of it they're going yeah. to see the same thing that's happening to them. Do it's very sad and scary. Uh, uh, it just gives no 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 respect for the uh, for the the what's the what's the proper the adventurers the exploration spirit here. Yeah, and and also this to me ties in very much with uh, with COVID. Um, and and people may say, what in the world do you mean by that? So much of COVID, Buck, was are you capable to analyze risk? and letting people make choices about the risk that they were willing to undertake. And and you were talking about all the things we've discovered. I would say that America, uniquely, of almost any country in the world, we have, every American who is listening to us right now, 
the DNA of incredible risk-takers in our blood, right, in our bodies. Because in order to come to America, a huge majority of people said, I will get on a ship and I will never return to everything that I have ever seen before because I believe in a better tomorrow. Some people were forced to come on ships, it's true, but other than a tiny percentage of Native Americans, almost everyone risked their entire lives, Buck. At some point in time, we all have ancestors who said, I will risk everything for this dream of this new country, this new land, this America. And what seems to me to have occurred is we have a real national failure of imagination, of risk, of being willing to build something bigger than ourselves. Does this make sense? I think a lot of people feel this right now. People who go to Mars, if we are ever able to go to Mars, are likely to die going there. But that is a risk that is worth taking. I mean, a huge percentage of people who tried to get to California and went to Oregon died on the trail trying to reach for something greater Everybody's good. I hate to start off the show on a down note here, Buck, but we're all going to die. To me, dying without ever having attempted to achieve something is such an awful thought that it's worse than death. I mean, and well, so when cool. I hear these things, like Joy Behar, I just think this is symptomatic of our sort of national fear that has taken over the entire country. Well, some of the country. Yeah, you well, remember. to be fair. I mean, yes. you know, let's let's be fair here. We just went through, uh, you know, how many millions served and chose to serve in in wars overseas i'm not saying that's the same as exploration but people that are willing to risk and even yes. give their lives for an idea it's really the basis of civilization yes right with without it you do not have anyone standing on that wall we're still in caves from the barbarian hordes right you do not actually have a country worth defending or that can defend itself so the notion that all that should really be thought about is what the risk profile is to the individual of any action uh, that that would bring a screeching halt to society. And, and I do think you see this. There is this completely uh, fallacious belief that the government will do all these amazing things and no one actually has to do anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, the government we will just pay them enough taxes and we'll tax the billionaires. And then eventually we all have free health care and no one ever feels bad about, you know, how they look in the mirror or whatever. And it's like, that's not how the world works. No, I mean, I, I think it, it is. That's just one of the reasons why this story has so captivated people. 800-282-2882 will continue to update you again. Coast Guard upga- update on this search coming at 3 Wait, can I, can I ask you a yeah. question before we go to think about this one? Because I want to throw an answer out to you. All-time favorite explorer. Ooh. I'm going to think maybe, on it during the break. You know your answer already. You've already you've already got a favorite. Well, we're going to see. We're going to we're going to have people have to hang with us here. All right. I, I'm fascinated. Homeowners, how difficult has it become to pay the repair bill bills this year? For that matter, how many different ways has inflation and raising rising prices impacted your bottom line? Most people paying bills with a credit card. Consumer debt rose over one trillion dollars in the last year. The biggest increase in 20 years if you're a homeowner there's a way out you need to call our friends at american financing they'll put together a plan to pay off that high interest credit card debt and create meaningful savings for you every month they're saving people just like you up to a thousand dollars a month and closing 
in as fast as 10 days. Get yourself into a better position. Call their salary-based mortgage consultants today and see how much you can save. 25 years of experience, 7,000 positive Google reviews, speaks volumes about their ability to save homeowners money. Costs nothing to get started, and if you start today, you could delay two mortgage payments, giving you greater savings up front. Call American Financing today, 800-777-8109. That's 800-777-8109. Or visit AmericanFinancing.net, NMLS 182334, NMLSConsumerAccess.org. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton, making sense in an insane world. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. LifeLock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own, even if you're careful with your personal information. And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information, so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com news and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at LifeLock.com news. Identity theft protection starts here. Hello, America. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you don't have Consumer Cellular yet, now is the perfect time to switch and save. For a limited time, new customers can get wireless service for as low as $15 a month for your first year. Yep, the same exact nationwide coverage as the leading carriers for $15 a month for an entire year. What are you waiting for? Call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com and use code RADIO15. See ConsumerCellular.com slash FIRSTYEAR15 for promotional details. All right, welcome back to Clay and Buck, 800-282-2882. We're going to be taking some of your calls here this hour. We're still looking to see if there's any updates on the uh, Titan 5, the five individuals who are in this Titan uh, deep sea submarine that the oxygen is running out by the hour. If it is still an intact sub, the debris field indicates to some people the possibility or even probability that the sub had a catastrophic failure because really the only kind of failure, to, you know, it's either the power goes out and maybe they can still be salvaged. If there's any damage to the hull, rather, if there's any uh, breakage in the hull, they all die. There's yeah. no, that's it. That's it's all over. So um, we're going to update you on that as we go. I did ask you, so we talk about the spirit of exploration as well. And I gave Clay some time. Do you want, I'll go, I'll go first. And I will admit this is controversial. When I yes. say favorite, I don't mean like the nicest best guy i mean the most incredible story yep. because it it combines exploration 
with what some would argue is one of the most improbable military campaign successes of all time, Hernan Cortez, early 1500s, conquering the Aztec Empire. It's a crazy story. This guy shows up with you know, roughly 100, uh, 100 to 200 guys, I think it was. I mean, it's not a lot of them. They take on a three million person empire and somehow overthrow the whole thing. That's a great one. Uh, I'll give you uh, a trio. Uh, Lewis and Clark, I've talked about this on the show. This is our two-year anniversary now. If you trust me on anything, uh, The nice, safe, it, pro-American choice. No, und- no, no genocide involved. No mass, oh, that's coming. Uh, oh, that's, oh, that's coming. Oh, that's coming. Uh, undaunted courage. Go read it. Uh, I'll continue to tell anybody who works in entertainment, turn it into a television series. Uh, it'll be the greatest streaming success story. You thought that uh, Taylor Sheridan and Yellowstone and 1883 and 1933 or whatever the heck all the different years are that he's built. That, uh, my favorite's Lewis and Clark. On the, on the, I don't think there's really a negative with Lewis and Clark, right? For the most part, I know there was some Native American interaction. Most part, very good. By the way, we're going to take your calls uh, on this sub and, and exploration because we got a lot of interesting ones coming up here in a sec. But Buck, I'm still a Columbus guy. I think Columbus doesn't get enough respect. All right. See, I was going right? to, you're not shying away from, no. you know, they call him a, like a genocidal maniac. Yeah. Well, I mean, not accurate, but they really hate Columbus more than almost. And it's amazing. You compare Columbus to Pizarro or Cortez. Columbus was a Boy Scout. Buck, when Columbus left, huge portions, all of the intelligent people in the world, many of them intelligent, the experts of their day, thought he was just going to sail off the side of, of of the world, right? That the world just ended and he was going over the edge. Uh, figuring out the IRS, navigating red tape can be a time vacuum for small business owners seeking a refund of their taxes. But one company, Innovation Refunds, helping businesses take advantage of the employee retention credit, the ERC. Their website, GetRefunds.com, is where many people get started. Innovation Refunds already completed over 17,000 returns for all kinds of businesses just like yours. Construction, retail, restaurants, bars, hotels, so many more. If you're a small business owner who started uh, filing for the ERC tax, refunds got stuck halfway. Understandable, the process can be complicated. Innovation Refunds will help you through it. Go to GetRefunds.com. You could be on your way to receiving money for your business. No upfront charges. They don't get paid unless you get paid. Go to GetRefunds.com right now. Download the app from the App Store today. That's GetRefunds.com. One more time, GetRefunds.com. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the front lines of truth. Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Lots of topics to get into today. A lot of you want to weigh in. Again, if you're just getting in your cars, just starting off your time hanging out with us, encourage you to go download the iHeartRadio app. You can also go subscribe. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton. Seek us out on podcast. You can make sure that you are able to consume this show no matter where you may be across the country or, frankly, around the world. And a lot of people, Buck, want to weigh in on uh again the news as we started the show it's pretty much 24 7 right now basically buck as i watch cnn fox news msnbc they're all covering this sub uh, and the news from the u.s coast guard they have found a debris field within the sub search area they are going to have a press conference at 3 p.m eastern and a lot of people buck want to weigh in uh, on our conversation as the media has been discussing this as this story 
has become the focal point of so much of what is going on uh, right now in the media. Michael in Rochester, New York, you say we're off base with our take in the first half hour. What do we get wrong in your opinion? Uh, yeah, I do. Uh, you know, you, you guys talk about the risk, um, but you gotta you gotta compare it to the reward. I, I don't see the reward here. I mean, the people that rode the Titanic originally had a reward either coming to America or or they worked there or you know you're building new ships. This is, was nothing but a high priced um, sightseeing tour. I mean, everything. Well, I w- let me let me push back a little bit, Michael. I would say when when we're talking about the reward, it's the technology that is developed by OceanGate in terms of what they can build beyond this, right? So the reward is that we are extending the field of human exploration. Who knows what else might be capable from the technology that designing uh, this new capsule might have created, right? I mean, I think that's the answer. You're you're focusing on the risk-reward of the individuals who are going to go sightsee on the Titanic. I think we were focused more on the fact that this is capable, this submersible exists. Okay, so you're saying that the profit that they that they get from running these tours will enable them to develop further uh, technology. I mean, I think to, that's, to the, that's the push of, like, SpaceX, right, um, yeah, that's in the, general. The idea is that this funds – thank you, Michael, for calling. Look, it's, it's a va- valid perspective. I don't think either of us are saying what Michael's saying isn't a totally valid point of, of view on this. It is. Um, I think Clay and I see it both a, a little differently. Um, you know, it's, it's – uh, an argument, I think, for putting money and focus in deep sea exploration. There are still people who will tell you that eventually deep sea exploration for whether it's like rare earth minerals yeah. and, and there are other things that, you know, uh, fiber optic cable, though now it's all really going um, up into uh, outer space. But that there, that there's technological benefits from this kind of stuff. And actually, deep sea and space, there are some similarities you have to deal with in terms of cold and uh, and pressure and all the rest of it. Um but yeah, no, I, I played just one thing. I was checking while while our, our caller uh, gave us a ring. There, we'll get to more calls here in a second. You know that they say it was a Logitech controller that was controlling the submarine. You know that, right? Yeah, a video game. So almost think of it like a PlayStation controller was what was driving this thing. That was what they were using to move this thing around, and that got out. And Logitech stock. Took like a, I think it was a billion dollar hit yesterday in value just because the controller was used on the submarine. Yeah, well, uh, Tony in Titusville has a question that I think is somewhat interesting, um, Buck, because uh, he's asking why there. So, my big question on this, just as a general rule, in the same way when we lost the Malaysian airplane, Buck, which we still don't know exactly what happened on that thing. And for those of you who remember that story and that obsession, I find it impossible that there's not some way that there's a constant homing device or some sort of, you know, like sonar boom that this thing has. Like, how this could we lose this? This is if if you had total implosion and failure of the whole system, there'd be no electricity to power any beacon, which is why that makes might, maybe well, the it may be implo- maybe total implosion. So, that, sir, what do you have for us? Well, my question is very simple. When you consider how much money was being paid by each one of these deep-sea tourists, not counting the owner of the company, they made a million dollars in this one trip. Why isn't it possible for them to be tethered to a support vessel on the surface? Because if they would have been, they would have a constant flow of oxygen, electricity, 
and if something went wrong, they'd be able to be reeled back in. So she, you're, you're going. I, look, it's an it's an interesting question. I just say you're going beyond our knowledge here about the the viable technology involved. I mean, Clay, have you seen why? Because look, I. The original deep sea suits, everyone's seen these, right? They like the, the space astronaut looking helmet yeah. with the tube that goes to the surface. So you would think that that might be applicable. My thought, and it's a great question because I had the same question. Why were they not tethered in some way to a vehicle atop? Uh, first of all, you're talking about two miles down. So I wonder whether they're concerned that the tether might get caught on something, right? And then the submersible cannot come back up. And also just whether the technology with the tides, if it's two miles straight down, does that mean that there must be a tether that is capable of being four miles or five miles the way that the tides would move? Um, And then when you get down close to the Titanic, are you worried that if there is a tether, somehow you get connected to something down on the bottom of the ocean that doesn't allow you to come back up? I would love to hear from a true submarine expert, uh, but... You know, the submarines that are built that are nuclear subs are completely without any connection to the, the and, and surface, they, right? They can't go this deep to give everyone a sense yeah. of how the Hunt for Red October sub. Uh, how deep can a, a sub go? Do you know? Triton class submarines. Um, I want to say like 8,000, which is the deepest that there's a there's a special type of whale. Yeah, that uh, there's one whale that's been recorded at eight thousand below. Don't take my I don't know. I'm not a submariner. We're not claiming okay? that Buck is an expert on deep sonar I'm not a technology. Submariner. Yes, um, uh, you know, and and you would think that also there's going to be the official the official depth they can handle, and then the probably uh, unofficial depth they can go to. Um, but uh, yeah, it's you're you're getting way way down there. Um, so and I, yesterday we talked with Mariana Trench, which is. About 30,000 feet down there. The ocean's an amazing place. Well, we really have no idea. When you hear people who are exploration experts, we have very little knowledge of the deep depths of the ocean because we've never been able to actually get down to many of the deep depths of the ocean to actually know what exists down there. Okay. I was way off. According to the interwebs here, the internet technology system we have, maximum depth of a Los Angeles-class nuclear sub is about 3,000 feet, um, and I'll find out what the whale is. I would think that would, just to, while you look up that, I would think that the depth that the sub can go is probably classified, right? Because this is a, yes, yes. it would The actual depth would be classified. But I'm just saying, that yes. it, so it's in the thousands of feet, but it's nowhere near 12,000. The, I don't know even how to say this, uh, I don't know if it's a Cuvier's or Cuvier, if we're going to go French, Cuvier's beaked whale was tagged and shown to be down at about uh, eight, eight or nine thousand feet, which is astonishing. Yeah, a whale went down deeper than our subs go. You know, than the standard submarines go. Almost two miles. Uh, that whale almost went two miles. The 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 submarine, uh, the Ocean Gate, was trying to go down twelve thousand feet over two miles. Uh, essentially from the surface. So also, what is with this meters thing? You know, I'm just throwing that out there for a second. It's feet, people. We all got to get on with feet. The meters thing. We're the exception, though, versus the metric system, I know. right? And, and yes, but we are America, Clay. But but in England, don't they still measure things on stones? That's even crazier to me. You ever like hear an English person be like, "I weigh twelve stone stone." I don't even know what a stone is. I mean, I know what a physical stone is. I have no idea what speaking different versions of the same language. They can't even understand each other. Scotland and Southampton, they have no idea what's going on. 
Um, one more call, and then we'll go to break. We'll continue to take some of your calls. We roll through Thursday. Uh, Jim in North Carolina, you're a big Joy Behar fan. Appreciate you calling in. Hey, guys. Thanks. Yeah, I was just going to comment on that story you did about the uh, Queen Joy and her snowflake brigade. Yes. How, how the LIV, low information voters, are reacting. you got to remember that the culture of that group, they have no sense of rugged individualism in their worldview. They have no personal responsibility. They want these safe spaces. They want to be protected from any kind of microaggressions or different thought lines. And they want to cancel anybody who doesn't march, march lockstep with their thoughts. So. Sadly, they just can't fathom these types of individuals. These yeah, well, I, I think you're touching on something really important there, and it's that for the collectivist mindset, individual achievement is not to be heralded, not to be trusted, because it takes yep. a village, Clay, even to point. even to explore in a submarine at the bottom of the ocean. They would say, "You didn't build that," you know. It's not. It's not just you. They don't like the notion of of elevating individual achievement and bravery and courage. Uh, they they'd much rather think of it as a as a collective endeavor. You know, the 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 scientists paid for by the government are going to do all the smart things for us. I would also point this out, Buck, as we go to break, people to think about how much of the absence of religion increases the overall fear in the United States and around the world. Because if you don't believe in anything larger than yourself then you are so self-obsessed with your own mortality that you become, I think, so insanely risk-averse because you're terrified that there's nothing else. I, I really yeah. think, I mean, a lot of those explorers, as you well know, Buck, back in the, uh, the 13, 14, 15s, hundreds, incredibly religious because there was a money motivation, but also the idea was that they were saving souls. Uh, and balancing the perspective of the two. I mean, some of the biggest and most fearless explorers in the history of, of human civilization have been doing so under the auspices of religious faith. All right, we'll come back to this in a second. We've also got some VIP emails to get to. So give us a call, give us an email, go to clayandbuck.com to become a VIP. A year ago tomorrow, our Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade, sending the decision on how to legislate abortion to individual states. But in the 50 years of that previous court's decision, there were over 64 million babies whose lives were taken because of abortion. One organization that we've partnered with here, the Preborn Network of Clinics, honors these precious souls who've never had a chance to take their first breath. Every day, Preborn's Network of Clinics rescues 200 babies' lives by offering love, support, and compassion for mothers. And they provide free ultrasound experiences so that a mother can meet her unborn child. Would you consider donating $64 to Preborn in honor of the precious lives lost and keep those precious lives that are at risk today safe? If so, please use your cell phone and dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250 from your phone. Say baby or go to preborn.com slash buck. That's preborn.com slash B-U-C-K. Rest assured that 100% of your tax deductible donation will go toward this godly mission of saving babies and providing support and love to mothers. Just go to preborn.com slash B-U-C-K, sponsored by Preborn. The Clay and Buck Podcast Deep Dives with cool content, surprise guests. Get it all on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Does sleeping hot keep you up at night? Meet the Lisa Chill Collection. These cooling mattresses work like magic with a cool-to-the-touch cover, zoned springs, and comfy foam layers. Say goodbye to restless nights and wake up refreshed. Lisa's Chill Mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers that whisk away heat, so you always sleep just right. These hybrids blend up to 1,032 breathable springs and plush foams for the ultimate cooling and comfort. And the Chill Collection doesn't just feel great, it looks great too. With thoughtful design and pillowy quilt tops. No matter your budget, Lisa has a chill mattress for you. For a limited time, save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash iHeart. With Lisa, your purchase has purpose. Every year, Lisa donates thousands of mattresses to those in need. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Welcome back, team, to Clay and Buck. Um, Elon versus Zuck. We will talk about that. Zuckerberg, that is. We'll talk about that uh, coming up here in a few moments. And I mean, I mean, throwdown as in a real throwdown. There is this back and forth online. I think most people think it's a joke, but it's still really funny to talk about of a cage match between Zuckerberg enters MMA tournaments, which is why some people say this isn't that crazy. He does go into he's been training. Uh, he's doing mixed martial arts. And, you know, Elon, I don't know. I'm sure the guy knows how to throw an elbow. So there's uh, there's that possibility. We'll talk about that here coming up in in a few moments. We also have. Uh, the formal censure of Adam Schiff. I mean, this is one of those things, Clay, where I sit here and I go, yeah, okay, Schiff is disgusting and great, but formal censure, and it's rare to get a formal censure. But we, we really love, on the right, man, we love a strongly worded letter that doesn't do anything. You know, <laughs> we're going to write you a memo that is going to just blow your socks off, buddy. Like, it just, no one cares, man. You know, Schiff, beat him in office, take away his power, or prosecute him for being a scumbag find what he did that's criminal lock him up 
But but censure? I I just don't think it. Well, we can talk about it. I don't think it really matters all that much. Um, how about this buck? Chuck in Savannah, Georgia, says he spent 15 years in subs. I think he probably has a pretty good sense of what might be going on here better than us. Chuck, what do you hear about this story, and what should we know from your perspective? Well, everyone keeps asking how we can like lose one. Um, I mean, the the submarine force basically, if we we don't come up and tell people where we're at, I mean, that no one has any idea where we're at, right? So, like the fact that you know people keep asking, hey, where, where's this thing at? I mean, you're looking in an area that's the size of a state, right? So, like the fact that it's lost, I mean, if, if any kind of catastrophic anything happened to it, I mean, it, it, it's it's hard saying where it is. Chuck, right? could we lose a nuclear submarine? Like the United States, like if they had something catastrophic happen to one of our submarines, wouldn't we know where it is? I'm just curious. Like you spent 15 years there, wouldn't we? Wouldn't someone know have, where it was? They would have a rough idea of where it was at, but they wouldn't know exactly where it was at. Yeah, I guess a big part of the advantage of the of the since the beginning of submarines, the whole point is stealth and surprise, yes. right? Hard to find and easy to to ambush at sea. Chuck, though, this notion of the um, the tin can crush, if you will. It's a harsh way of putting it, but the, is that, I mean, when they, when they say it imploded with that much force, how does that even, like, how does that work? You know what I mean? I mean, the last one we lost was in 1968. So, um, I mean, and then, I mean, it was like instantaneous. So, I mean, it, it drops down and then it just, it just happens. Does it, but does it compact the whole thing into a much smaller, like, does its mass <laughs> all compact down? Not, I mean, yeah, kind of, but not really. I mean, it's it's going to smash it down, but it's not going to. It's, it's. I mean, let me look at the Titanic. I mean, it's twelve thousand feet down. I mean, it's still a huge mass, but I mean, you know, the organic mass is going to smash. I mean, you're taking, you know, you got to do the math on it, right? It's twelve thousand feet down. You know, you can every atmosphere is thirty three feet, right? So you know, every that whatever depth that is, you know, so thirty three feet times whatever it is so chuck you spent 15 years in a submarine would you have gone in this device would you have gone underwater in it probably not yeah and okay thank you for the call john in charleston he's also a long time uh submariner you some however you want to pronounce it submariner that's right you got it i got i got lit up yesterday submariner yes john uh you said a tether would be impossible we got asked this question and weren't smart enough to answer it uh yes there's no way you could uh the tether would have to be able to, especially if it was trying to supply oxygen, it would have to be so strong to withstand that 5,700 pounds per square inch that's down there. And, I mean, you just, there's no doubt that they imploded. I mean, it only takes a pinhole leak for that thing to implode. I mean, it's just in, in, instantaneously. I mean, if you're going to die, that's the way to die because you don't even know what hit you there, but. There's probably a reason they couldn't find it because there's probably little tiny pieces of it down there. Well, that goes. Thank you for calling in, John. That goes with the theory right now about some wreckage that has been found. So we don't have any updates beyond that right now. We'll continue to watch this, though, um, closely. Uh, We've also got something else here. Justice Alito publishes. Now, we got a big Supreme Court decision that's supposed to come out today, tomorrow, Clay, right? I mean, soon, maybe next week. Um, Justice Alito comes out swinging ProPublica, trying to attack him and really attack the conservative majority on the court. Spend some time breaking that down for you. And we'll continue to watch the submarine story, so stay with us. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. 
Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials, and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest Toothpaste, Secret Deodorant, Old Spice Deodorant, or Gillette Razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation made a promise to ensure we never forget. Since then, Tunnel to Towers has been committed to supporting America's heroes and their families. Heroes like U.S. Army Specialist Michael Hook. Hook was killed in Iraq when his helicopter was shot down. He enlisted in the military after graduating high school and left behind a pregnant fiancé who gave birth to a son that he would never meet. But thanks to the generosity of friends like you, Tunnel to Towers paid off the mortgage on his family's home, relieving a financial burden and bringing stability. The foundation helps Gold Star and fallen first responder families, as well as our nation's most severely injured heroes and homeless veterans. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good. America's heroes are counting on you. 95 cents of every dollar you give goes directly to its programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. Never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices our heroes have made for us. Pure Talk believes in American values and that free should mean exactly that, free. Switch to Pure Talk today and get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. Qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, 15 gigs of data, and mobile hotspot. Just go to puretalk.com slash clay and claim your eligibility for your free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone. Again, puretalk.com slash clay to switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk.